again, episode nine of the Cuz Chat podcast. Me and the bro here. It's Karakia Mitz, Jojo Fano, Jojo. Black McGee, and we have our returning special guest, George the Ruthless Deception. Welcome back. Got a theme. And uh, you're hailing in from uh, Caro tonight, I believe. Yep. Yep, in the old Caroline again. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get uh, some, some gems from you tonight. Uh, but happy to have you join us on this uh, fine Saturday, the 21st of March. Are we terming this as, as week one of coronavirus isolation? or? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll check back in next week to see how we fare in week two. Yeah, like glad to have you uh, be part of the show again. And um, I'm sure you know, people will be interested in, in hearing what you have to say. Yes, yes, I hope so. As you know, we like to start the show with a bit of a shout out. Uh, this is uh, based on a Facebook birthday we we seen pop up today for our auntie Daph, Daphne Himmer, aka Gandhi, aka Toothless, aka Blacker Than Me. Big happy 68th birthday to you. And Mitch, you wanted to give her a special shout out. Yep. Is High that... four, my auntie. High four. <laughs> High four. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look. I uh, hope you have a, a great day, and uh, look, seems, seems like you got heaps of love out there on Facebook as well. So, um, yeah, have a good one. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Yeah, good old Auntie Death. Every, every time I've had to go to court, she's also been there. So we always have. <laughs> and I've uh, gone down there. It's always good times. <laughs> Just a general catch up. Fucking <laughs> well, almost made me spit my beer out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I, I swear, bro. I mean, I've been to court eight times, and uh, well, not eight times. It must be about six times, and and she's been there, I think, twice. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I was trying to think of some stories of you know um, that I'd heard. It's all secondhand stuff, you know. I'd heard after the fact and and that sort of stuff. But yeah, you've just confirmed my suspicions that she gets up to a bit of mischief every now and then. Um, it's on the wrong side of the yes, law. Yes. yes, we've all been there. Don't know the exact charge, bro. Bit of poor form there, Auntie Daph. Poor form. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we also wanted to give a, a shout out to Auntie Clink. Actually, I've, I've got her Auntie Clink for so long, um, I had to think a bit like, shit, what's her real name? <laughs> Irene. 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 Yeah. Uh, shout out to her. She is retired this week. So big, big milestone for her i don't know what is any any yep. idea what she's sort of got planned jord checking out of the checkout now <laughs> i know she does a lot of sort of visiting around the grandchildren and and stuff like that she gets around the country quite a bit old uh clink she still so, drive um, she's got to still drive don't she oh yeah yeah uh yeah, drives quite well in, actually yeah. clink yeah. no burnouts and, um, on her front lawn yeah yeah so she she's sort of uh I, I, i'm not sure what she's got planned but obviously not 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 putting through the uh, groceries anymore. Where was that? In, in Tokoroa somewhere? Or? Yeah, at, at New World there. Oh, okay. um, yeah. yeah, it's quite often used to see her there when I go in, whether it's for uh, work or for, you know, for shopping. She got out just in time with all the madness happening yeah, around yeah, uh, well, supermarkets you... at, at this stage. But I hope she got her, yeah, definitely. You know, her share of the TP. Yeah, well, <laughs> she took a couple of uh, yeah, sneaky ones since she left. That'd be that'd be ideal. Yeah, so oh, well done, Auntie Clink. Like, pretty big milestone there, and um, wish you all the best 
for your retirement. Yeah, happy um, retirement, Clink. That is a great achievement, eh, retirement? Yeah, for sure. It's um. A lot of people don't make it. Yeah, well, that seems just like another whole other world. Like you don't really think about it at all, do you? You got you got a lot of spare time on your hands, eh? So yeah. Well, let's hope Clink's still not watching her children. Yeah, well, that's, there comes a time you need to cut those strings, but you know, on her terms, she can see them on her terms. All right, um, we've got a, an update as well. Uh, breaking news. Just to hand the KFC down the road is open. It's open again. It's open again. Drive-through open. So it's about a week too. It, it shut down for. Yeah, no, I went there the other day, um, but it's drive-through only, so you can't dine in. At any KFC now. Yeah, true. I got I got the old menu log out the other night, and they delivered it to my door, which was fucking pretty good. But the dude, when he opened oh, the door, no. they're sort of skeptical about who they're approaching. Um, they keep their distance quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, I heard this is a thing: contactless delivery. Yeah, yeah. Now that they're advertising that now, eh? Yeah, you can elect to have it just placed on the floor outside your front door or something, and so they don't see you or nothing. But I took it out of his hands. Yep. Got the young fella to fucking come and grab it off him. Yeah. What? So you, put, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't take it. You gave it. You oh. said, "Hey, young fella, come and grab this, this food." There was a there was a motion there. I would receive it from the delivery bloke. Give it to Tiago. He'd take it to the room or to the dining table. It wasn't direct contact <laughs> with the young fella to the random bloke delivering my food. Yeah. Uh, See the old drive-through. In, in South Korea, they they were using the drive-through for to test people for coronavirus or for COVID nineteen. That's how they were doing it. Cruise up, wind the window down, they pass you in a few fucking swabs, swab it, give it back out. Pretty safe. The swab off scene for COVID nineteen actually goes up your nose to the back of your throat. It's a quick jab up the back of the Shit. nose. I've not okay. seen a test like in Australia at all yet. Like, are they even doing it here? Or yeah, they've got plenty of places around, from the Sunshine Coast down to the Gold Coast that I've seen in Queensland. The drive-through ones here and there, but I was wondering how the hell do you do a swab up your nose while you're sitting in the car? Oh, they're doing drive-through ones in, in Aussie as well. Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got them stationed around the place. I don't know if they got them at KFC. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you meant drive-through as in yeah, um, yeah. He's your swab, and then can I get a large fries too, please? <laughs> quarter pack, quarter yeah, pack with my COVID nineteen swab. <laughs> hey, yes, yes, hey, man, bonus, hey, bonus frozen coke with a uh, with a positive result. <laughs> <laughs> it's a money maker there, bro. Money maker for sure. Well, people have got to you got to think uh, outside the box, and that, and that kind of leads us to our next point a topic is, you know, how people are, are dealing with it. Uh, not only businesses, our businesses are uh, having to adapt and and make changes. Where before, you know, no policy existed for, you know, either working from home or or isolating oneself uh, at work. But you have to do it now. Like it's it's becoming uh, a bit of a law. Have uh, you kind of experienced any of that? In New Zealand, Joel? Not, not so much. Like not yet. Um, for work, I've had to go in and actually, um, they've done upgraded the Tok Hospital, so they've got a full section there that's just going to be devoted to COVID nineteen now. Um, so yeah, just had to go in and do some electrical stuff in there for them. Is that with a face but, mask yeah, applied? Yeah, sort of like, 
Nah, nah, we don't really have any patients or anything in there yet, and it was just sort of, yeah, one part of the hospital, so they're just, it's more of a uh, preemptive sort of thing. You know, you get to a point where, is it, how, how far can you go with telling people to stay in their houses, you know, like, at the end of the day, it is a free country, <laughs> you know, like, where do you draw the line? I think it's, I think you can't, you can't force people into their houses. No, I mean, if you're sick, then that kind of makes sense, but for a healthy yeah. person who doesn't feel any effects it's it'll be hard for and I even a lot my, of young people as well my boss falls into that category so he spent uh two weeks over in las vegas uh meanwhile back here in australia they had you know put certain things in place so when he got back he had to self-isolate for two weeks although he's he's you know healthy as a horse he still has to sit in that room now australia's gone to you know certain measures to make sure that he's going to stay in his home yeah by, how, how, how are they policing it um tracing his vehicle movements so they've got a lockdown on his number plate they've got a lockdown on his bank account so if he uses his card then they know oh you're not at home you're at kfc buying a quarter pack <laughs> you know certain things like that and they've actually imposed Shit. a 13 and a half thousand dollar fine should they find you outside of your house during these two weeks holy shit yeah yeah i heard about that that's fuck that's pretty hefty <laughs> yeah. i mean incentivizes well, you to stay the thing that most people carry in their wallets is it nah not no. at all no so it's not an issue you know, floyd money mayweather <laughs> <laughs> well there's massive repercussions you know should you decide yeah, shit. not to stay in your self-isolation then that's what you gotta wear should you get yep. caught yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, well. yeah, the the um, young fella today uh, was like, "Oh, can I go to the city with my mates?" <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure? Like, place is meant to be locked down. I don't think there'll be a lot happening." Oh, yeah, no, it'll be alright. I'll I'll make sure. I'm like, I'm like, oh, all right then. Like, you know, a young person, you just wanna, yeah, you can't tell them that. You know, you just want to go and have a bit of fun. Um, so yeah, he's out of out of the city at the moment. <laughs> Dude, who knows what? To who know who? We've we've got an apprentice at work, and he'd been a little bit sick, and he'd had a couple of days off, and then he came in on Thursday, and the boss was like, "Oh, just wear this uh, wear this face mask." <laughs> like, just send him home. Like, imagine rocking <laughs> up to the customer's house with a, a face mask on. Hey, <laughs> just one, just one well, dude. It's, <laughs> it's definitely affecting my Bunnings runs, bro. You walk around Bunnings these yep. days and everyone's got gloves and face masks on and you're wondering whether it's for their own protection or for your protection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah even... I've got the full respirator at home, but I haven't had to bust that out yet. <laughs> well, the worst, this is the worst story I've heard on the radio going to work the other day. Um, new bloke, young, young fella, new labourer joining into the workforce. He's gone to work and the old heads have turned around and said to him look mate with everything that's going on at the moment with this COVID-19 you're going to have to leave a stool sample in this container write your name on it and leave it on the manager's desk (laughs) (laughs) so this fellow has fully believed him bro he's fully taken a shit in this fucking container written his full name on it walked into the dogger and left it on his manager's table bro (laughs) (laughs) 
I'd like to know what happened afterwards, man. Like, the, the radio station I was listening to was pretty bleak. They didn't give too much away of what oh, happened man. afterwards, but fuck. I'd love to know what happened after that. Which sort of leads us into our poor form segment for the week. Yeah, we've got a couple of poor form stories here. And, and George, if you've got one as well, please chime in. But um, the first one I think we'll hear from, oh, we'll, we'll hear from Miles. Because Miles, uh, the Wookiee, uh, Mango Miles, sent us in a bit of a, uh, he phone called us today while we were um, having a few beers, getting ready for the podcast and with his poor form story. Yeah, we'll let Miles tell his story. with the time difference in Perth he's uh, getting people out of bed oh, three o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning poor form Miles poor form but yeah, he didn't appreciate it by the sounds of things at all eh yeah no he I think he just burnt that bridge <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh, but Mitch has got a, a story featuring the same dude Shane that confronted a deaf person <laughs> at Officeworks um, <laughs> that Mitch uh, ditched at the time and let him deal with it so yeah yeah sort of stitched him up again bro so um this time we're at banyo woolworths and um we'd gone in there with the hope to get some toilet paper which we found bro they're selling four packs of toilet paper it's like fucking gold here nowadays so we've gone and grabbed a couple and there's a sign there saying you can only get one per transaction so we've decided righto you get one i'll get one safe as so we walk up to the self checkout and as i've gone up there skies texted me and she said while you're there can you get some cans of tuna so i'm like sweet as just to go just as i went to go and tell shane that i'm going to go get this tuna a self checkout had become available and he sort of wandered off so i just thought oh well fuck it i'll just turn around and run around and get these cans of tuna by the time i've gotten back i could just see him making a beeline straight for his car I didn't think anything of it. I'm just like, oh, well, fuck it. I'll pay for this and carry on. So by the time I get to the car, he's sitting in there, and as soon as I open the door, he starts going off at me. Hey, you're a fucking thing, eh? I said, what have I done now? He's like, you fucking set me up. Said, what did I do? He said, well, I thought you were right behind me, and I've put my toilet paper through the register, and then I've turned around and said, here, pass me yours. I'll pay for it. And this little old lady's turned around and said, um, no, it's okay, love. I can pay for my own. Again, <laughs> 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 dude, I wonder that lady would be like, 
oh, that's very nice of that young man. <laughs> he's probably thinking, fuck you, Mitchell. <laughs> he's like, every fucking time I'm with you, I get embarrassed. I don't know what it is, but you're a fucking thing, eh? <laughs> so, yeah. so I can't wait to hear what you what you do next. <laughs> uh, it's a poor form or, or good form on your part and, and actually giving to stitch him up twice. Yeah, you can't beat a classic stitch up. <laughs> Got the old bro with the uh, the old rubber glove on the exhaust pipe over the weekend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to get my missus to film it though because I was still at work. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I had to ch- I, like I didn't want him just coming to pick up his car without us knowing, so that he could you know he'd get away without you know us videoing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to, Tell him, oh, bro, you, uh, you left something in my truck over the weekend. He's like, oh, what was it? Oh, fuck, I don't know, bro. Holly, Holly said it was something. And then he messaged her, oh, what did I leave? And then she just left him on red. And he come to the house and she's like, oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking took off. Boom! <laughs> she had to pretend like she was checking the mail. <laughs> she was out there for a while, like, recording. Because he must have stuffed around for a bit. In the car uh, before he actually took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, it makes a hell of a noise. So you've got a bit of a poor form story from this morning, bro. Some um, bit of adventure with the trailer. Yeah, well, fuck. What happened, bro? Is um, my mate's building a new garage, so he had a whole lot of fucking dirt dug up in that big pile of dirt at his house. You know, I need something around my house. So he um he dropped his trailer off and I was like, oh, fuck, I'll empty that dirt out off the trailer this morning. Pretty much got up, had breakfast, and uh, went out there and fucking just went for the straight big lift on this full trailer of dirt. I think my lifting form was okay, but just the form of just going in there direct, like not long after waking up and straight into max deadlift <laughs> was not a good idea. <laughs> and, uh, well, I could pick it up, and then when I tried to push it, it was just too heavy, and I ended up having to get the missus out to help me push it. <laughs> but, yeah, then, uh, fuck, my back's been sore all day. <laughs> and then I tried to go for a bit of a mountain bike this afternoon, and as poor form always does, that pain has now travelled up my back further. Oh. <laughs> so, poor form does travel, bro. <laughs> yeah. All the way up the spine. <laughs> I possibly should have fucking stretched, but you know, I'm 30 now. Oh, All injuries are permanent. Yeah. Once you get <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear oh. you. Like, I'm 28, bro, and I've been holding on to this fucking shoulder injury for at least two months now. I've got a bit of a poor form story. Facebook's a curse. Like, don't make a mistake. I, I left Facebook for a while and then jumped back on and I see this uh, ad pop up for like a six week fitness challenge. So I was like, fuck, yeah, it was free. Like they said, you know, if you, um, after the six weeks, as long as you reach your goals, it's free. So I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I'll try it out. So I signed up on, on the weekend and then my first session was on the Tuesday. It was at 5.45 oh, a.m. So I get there early. I had to get there at twenty past five to do a bit of like orientation and and take photos and all this sort of shit. It turns out it wasn't free. They wanted like a three hundred ninety nine dollar deposit, um, but that you get refunded if you don't continue on after the six weeks. Um, but I thought, oh fuck, I'll you know. They said don't don't worry about the first session. The first session's kind of free. So I get in there and um, yeah, go do a bit of warm up. You know, just a bit of a jog and some squats and a couple of push ups and that sort of thing. I was like, oh yeah, sweet. And then get in there and then just start hitting uh, a rotation of sort of 
weights on the bike and then yeah different sort of exercises in between and they had to do that sort of three times at 12 reps are each. you training for whanau day next year oh well that was the idea that was the idea so i thought yeah. fuck yeah six weeks hardcore that'll set me up you know nutrition wise and 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 get me into a yep. good routine so yep. about 20 minutes into the this sort of 40 minute session like i'm i'm feeling pretty gassed uh and but then i start to feel dizzy <laughs> and i'm actually like having trouble just standing up straight <laughs> i had to go outside twice just to get some because i felt like i was gonna spew and yeah like and even the guy was like oh yeah you're right what did you have to eat this morning i was like oh nothing it's <laughs> like oh yeah that's probably why you're feeling a bit fucking out of sorts going into fucking a full fitness regime um with it on an empty stomach um and no um pre-workout stuff or anything like that yeah i kind of thought about it i thought oh i think i'll just buy some weights and just work out from my <laughs> <laughs> so I've, i went once uh almost fainted and yeah no i have to rethink that because well yeah. i don't know because at least if you passed out of the gym there might be somewhere there to fucking rescue you you pass out at home, you could be, you could be stuck. I won't be going as hard as that as I'm at home. And another thing, like, like they were, because this is just at the start of when COVID was was being a bit of a, you know, taken a lot bit seriously. So, like, every trainer had like a spray bottle and a container of wipes, so that if the, every time anyone touched anything, any gear, they were like spray it and wipe it down, as well. And then so, you know, I was like, yeah, this is probably not a really good uh, place to hang out with um, close proximity to people, sharing gear and, and all that sort of stuff. And A lot of dude sweat. Yeah, and then I seen a, a post on their page. It's like, so we're doing an online workout on Saturdays now. <laughs> so, so tune in and we'll go like, I was like, yeah, fuck that. Nah, sorry, mate. I'll, uh, I think I'll pass on yeah, that one. I'll keep my 400 bucks. And yeah, I'll thanks. thanks. Well, because that's it. Like, um, people are losing their jobs and shit. And you know, the airport where my wife works, she had to lay off like thirteen people, thirteen casuals. Yeah. Um, yep. Like she's full time, so you know, she's pretty pretty secure. But she even called me today, and they're like, um, "Yeah, we're having a fifty percent off sale of store wide tomorrow because we've got all the stock that's just not moving." So. Shit. Yeah, like the 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 reality of it's sort of hit now, and fucking people are looking at working from home and all this sort of stuff and yeah it's pretty scary especially for those that are casuals and you know they businesses are just going yeah we don't need you bye <laughs> there's no see you later fallback or anything like that it's it's fucking yeah so yeah i think i'll hold on to that money for now what would, what would you be your sort of go-to if you did lose your job for coronavirus because you can't do really anything because you're probably going to be stuck at home after that well, we've uh, I've actually been working on a contingency plan this whole week to work from home for my job. So, but in saying that, like because yep. I work at an education provider, they've suspended classes for the week, um, and they're developing a remote delivery system or uh, you know, being able to operate uh, online rather than face to face. So yeah, I can work from home thankfully, um, and yeah, they they still want to continue operations. And if that allows us to do it, then yeah, we should be pretty sweet. But my go-to, um, I think I'm just doing a lot more of this, Jordan. I think it's uh, prime time for some social media personalities to come forward uh, because people at home doing yep. nothing. There's <laughs> only so much Netflix and yep. stuff you can watch. Yeah, that's right. Got to keep the content up. Yeah, what about yourself? Like, you'd be pretty uh, stable for now, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, we sort of mainly work in the uh, dairy industry, so 
we kind of need to go because of the the animals really. They don't get milk. They get a. Uh, it's not really good animal welfare. So yeah, a lot of times the you know, cow sheds are playing up. So um, pretty safe in that regard. So you don't deal with a lot of bullshit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, just normal, just normal cow shit. Yeah, I, I haven't. Uh, they, most of the bull there, they just um, they just artificially inseminate the cows now. So <laughs> bulls aren't really as much of a common sight. But definitely True. there is bullshit involved. I was going to say, not yeah. from animals. <laughs> yeah. More, more from humans oh, these days. Yeah, yeah. But no, so other than going right up to the hospital, not too bad for it. Not really seeing too many people at the time most of the time. Yeah, and a lot of our work, what I, I sort of look after is all essential um, as far as insurance companies go and with, with roof replacements and that, that still need to happen. So a lot of my stuff is just dealing with owners and whatnot all through the phone and that and ensuring them that we're not going to be you know face to face with them at all so we just jump up on the roof do what we need to do and get out yeah yeah so well, at this stage we're still all right yeah you've got to look out for those yep. other people though that, that are in your lives and that may not um have that security uh which is yeah, yeah well, exactly. i think there's going to be a lot of these sort of silver linings coming out of this crisis is that you know, people are going to have time to reflect and connect with friends and family a lot more and, and really decide sort of what's really important to them because a job yep. and an employer, they'll just drop you like a hot sack of spuds if it doesn't make them money. So hopefully there yeah, there are some silver linings that come out of this. Definitely get a bit of a preview to what the apocalypse will look like really, isn't it? Like straight down the supermarket for some toilet paper and, and bread. <laughs> That's pretty much all anyone's going to gun for, so... I'll probably avoid the supermarket come the old apocalypse. You're probably more likely to get killed down there by anything, by that than anything else, you know? <laughs> killed for teepee, bro. How would you like to go down like that? You wouldn't forget bags, but, you know, you'd be uh, to your own detriment if you didn't bring, a, like, a weapon to defend yourself either. Um, bags yeah. would be low on the priority list, but you wouldn't want to forget uh, yeah, to, to arm yourself for sure. Yeah, phone, wallet, yep. keys, gun. Yeah. Never see bullets ricocheting through the whole supermarket. <laughs> yeah, I really thought, you know, I was looking forward to a bit of a robot apocalypse. I'm not too keen on a zombie one or just a virus one. It seems so. Oh, I can't really combat against that. But robots or zombies, man, at least we'd have a fighting chance. Yep. Uh, combat against a virus. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you, yeah, let's go to war with this virus. What are you going to do? Oh, stay home. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, wait for wait for it all to blow over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drink hand sanitizer <laughs> if you can find any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they must be. People must be drinking this amount. Fucking how much they're going through. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Eh? Save on sanitizer. Just wear some gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Self isolation stuff. I mean, that's gonna suit some people down to a T. <laughs> Yeah. I, mean, I don't go out that much to, to start with so it's like yeah nothing's changed really but we were thinking about uh using this as a topic for our our good old days talk you know now you've got netflix you've got disney plus you know, video games and all this sort of stuff but back in the day you know you pretty much had the tv and that was it uh if you were lucky enough to have a vcr you could record stuff on the tv but back in the old days you if you had a favorite show you had to basically be there at the specified time when that show was showing otherwise you'd miss it 
and then <laughs> even if you like needed to go to the toilet it was like oh fuck i gotta wait for the ads to come on before i can go <laughs> or make a cup of tea or, or something like that yeah well that i mean one of my favorite shows used to be on at uh midnight on sky one over the over the weekend so you know you'd have to try and sneakily set the old vcr up to to record that emmanuel 2000 <laughs> that was one of them you know what that is? There's a couple of other ones. Mr. Says, shaking his head. I have no idea what that is. Um, Set the VCR up with a timer. Get it underway. I remember getting told to like go and do something, like go do a chore or something throughout the ads or something. And so Regent's Grove, you know, upstairs was where the lounge was. Or you'd have to go and do the dishes or something throughout. Yeah, which is downstairs. Downstairs. Yeah. And then all you'd hear is, it's on. And you'd have to make like a fucking sprint up the stairs come into the lounge and do like a commando roll over the couch and sort of get your position back. Yeah. But it made for like, you know, it was fun. Yeah. I think kids nowadays sort of miss out on, on that sort of um, adrenaline rush getting back to the couch. It is a rush. It is. Yeah. Like, you know, you had a specified yeah. time right. of, of to do anything in that ad break. So he's like, fuck, I've got to get as much of this done as I can because I know that I'm going to miss my show otherwise. <laughs> but it's interesting that yep, you said that. Real that your favourite show was at like 1am or something because I remember that when when I was growing up TV stopped at midnight <laughs> and, and I remember what sort of shows were on at uh, past midnight on Sky 1 bro <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh which channels <laughs> no, I, the, uh, I remember I remember when we lived in Aussie yeah, I remember looking through the TV guide and there was a, what I thought was a show that started at, at um, 12, 12.30 and, and finished at like 5am and it was called Close and I was like oh, I'm going to fucking get up early and watch that eh? see what that's all about and it was just yeah it was closed it was it was, uh, it was just those, it was just those um, coloured lines on the screen <laughs> and the, uh, oh, the old test pattern and a bit of music in the background but it was uh, it's the one and only time I've actually seen TV startup, you know, it was quite, it was quite interesting. Channel Seven, get up, <laughs> oh, yeah, the old... watch, uh, get up to watch uh, Pokemon and um, what else? Bloody uh, the Mask and uh, oh, the old Mask. Yeah, I think that's that's all that was on in the mornings back then. It's what a bit of an early riser to watch cartoons. Now this was before my time, but you might remember the old Goodnight Kiwi. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do. Well, that's but you know how you knew that there was no more programs on. Because it'd like play that music and then old Kiwi would turn off the satellite and get his cat inside and then tuck himself into bed. Um, and there was like, you used to just, I'm sure a lot of people just used to sit there and watch that and just think, oh fuck, now what am I going to do? <laughs> so I was, I'm not tired yet. <laughs> You're telling me to go to bed. Yeah, but, well, we didn't have Channel 3, bro. We only had 1 and 2. So yeah, I don't think we really get to watch that good night, Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't hear in fucking money. I'll tell you what, and 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 the reception for one and two was very poor. As well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> it depends on how good your like antenna was, <laughs> or you yeah. needed a separate one. Yeah, I, your bunny. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you had to get out and turn it, turn it around <laughs> and shit. That's right. Yeah, if you wanted to get TV yeah, three, yeah, you either had to get a, an additional uh, antenna, or yeah, turn it with a pipe wrench. That's how ours was set up outside. Go and get, crank the pipe wrench and turn it to get TV three. Fucking kids these days got no idea, eh? No. Yeah, because I mean, like now they get upset if it's buffering. 
<laughs> oh, fucking, what's wrong with the internet? It's fucking taking too long just to play. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, remember, I remember back when David Tour fought Lennox Lewis. It was like live on TV3. And we're watching it at home, eh? And this dude must have been driving past, and he was like, "Oh, can I watch the fight at your house?" You know? <laughs> Some random dude, yeah, yeah. And he would have been, he would have fucking got there, and like, fuck, should have fucking watched it. Should have called in at AJ's, you know? Should have called him down the road. <laughs> the reception was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't get Sky till 2002, I think. The good old days, eh? Yeah, yeah good old yep. days. All right, do you have anything to add uh, before we, we finish up here, here, George? Or? Actually, uh, just re- just regarding uh, poor form stories, I-, I, will- I will touch on a couple of the, the topics of-, of poor form that I've actually had brought up on this podcast in the past, uh, i.e. the um, the uh, Wellington uh, the Hamilton Sevens incident, um, <laughs> which I think we did touch on briefly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, what it basically happened is we're sort of getting on it quite hard. A lot, of, a lot of alcohol for breakfast and stuff like that. So, and I thought I was pretty safe. And I'd gone in, taken a piss at the old urinal on the old stainless steel urinal. And then uh, went to rip out a fart, what, what I thought was a fart. And I've just, fuck, dealt it, clenched, just like, sort of just in time anyway. <laughs> and fucking had, had to just back from the stainless to the porcelain. Lucky there was a free. Uh, Free stall open. The dude that was pissing next to me must have been wondering what was going on. Especially <laughs> since I've done the old, <laughs> the old clench of the ass cheeks, sort of as you do, straight back. Yeah. So. <laughs> straight from the yeah, straight from the porcelain to the, uh, from from the stainless to the porcelain, and then yeah, the old undies had to go. They had to go. So it was free balls for the rest of that day. But I. You know, as bad as that sounds, um, I do commend you for not just spinning around and fucking dumping your, yourself in the stainless. Yeah, well, no, well, I've actually, I've actually had experienced that at another uh, Wellington seven. One year, with the busiest, so you've the busiest from it. I've been to pretty much. And I found a shit in the porcelain urinal, though. Oh, the urinal. no. Yeah. And I wasn't too impressed, so I bloody scooped it up and taking it to the police <laughs> deal with this I need an APP out on this immediately well yeah I tried to get it back to the lab and said get this back to the lab someone's <laughs> fucking shit in the urinal it was like let's said, lock yeah. the doors they're still in here somewhere the only reason I didn't get arrested is he didn't want to get shit on him I think <laughs> oh look yeah mm. when you've got to go you've got to go so but you know <laughs> If the porcelain's not that far away, like make an effort at least. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Was that was that all you wanted to touch on? 
Yeah, just wanted to just give my two cents on just that. Just clarify for us. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for that. Setting the record straight, man. I appreciate you joining us. Um, uh, we were meant to have one of the other cousins on tonight, but um, couldn't quite make it happen. Uh, had some technical difficulties of his own. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that, and then um, hopefully he'll join us next week. Uh, but yeah, like we always say, uh, love hearing the feedback from the posts on Facebook. We you know, always try and do a little bit more and then chuck a few more bits and pieces up there. Um, but if you've got any suggestions, any any poor former stories, like let us know. We're uh, happy to accommodate and where we can and, and, and even get you on the show if you're interested. So uh, reach out to us on the Facebook page, Cuzstat Podcast. Um, we're on Spotify now, so that seems to be doing pretty well there. Um, we'll get that out, this episode out as soon as we can. Uh, and then, yeah, look forward to catching up with everyone next week because you know... That's what it's all about, eh, bro? Fucking A.